Texas man borrowed BMW from a dealership, robbed the bank, then returned to buy the car with the stolen money. <laughs> so his name is Eric Dion Warren. Eric is a great negotiator. He was like, listen, I have to have some scratch in this game for them to take me serious. Now, where I'm going to get that scratch from is from the bank on the other side of town. I'm going to make a withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my, this dude is incredible. I, I, I thought this was a guy in his 20s. No. This guy is 50 years old. It's a shame. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the second page. We welcome you to our 26th episode. Hey, Jerry, there's a stimulus coming to Americans. What do you think about that? I think that it's not enough for a lot of people who have been suffering for a long time, but it's better than nothing. But, you know, if I were in a position of power, I would have given out that stimulus for maybe three or four payments to the American people. I remember you used to say that. You used to be like, hey, stimulus needs to be for like three to four months. And yeah. that was during the lockdowns. Yeah. And you said a payment of $6,000 each, right? You make and cut that down. But the thing I always have a, an issue with is they always complain that they don't have money for the American people, but they never complain when it's about purchasing weapons uh, to kill people. Yeah, you know, yes. For military um, and military industrial complex. They never complain about that, but helping the American people is just something that seems foreign to politicians. And I think we as Americans need to really look at the politicians we elect. And you know me, I, I tend to, you know, side kind of on the conservative side, fiscally conservative. Yes, very I understand that. A lot of my and views. respect that. However, I think this is needed because like I told people, yeah. it's a huge math equation. How are you yeah. going to figure out who needs it and who just give doesn't every American, need it? Just give everybody. You have the carpet bomb. You have the carpet bomb. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah. One thing I want to add, Terry, I found this out, and it's some very sad news. I don't know if you remember the former uh, middleweight champion, Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Yeah, he, he died, died. today at 66. Yeah. Uh, another person from my childhood that I was that was a hero to me. Just a sad thing. Um, I didn't even, you know, I just saw it on the ticker tape. This guy was, to me, pound for pound, the greatest boxer that I've seen in my life. I remember you told me that. Yeah, yeah, we got I, an I, argument. Well, you yeah. hate, you call him Ray Leonard. Yeah, I'm not I, a Ray Leonard We call him Sugar fan. Ray Leonard. I'm not a Ray Leonard fan. I was a Marvelous <laughs> Marvin Hagler fan. I love Mike Tyson, but for my money, Marvelous Marvin Hagler was just the greatest boxer that I'd ever seen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, unfortunately, he's passing. Yeah. We send our deepest condolences to his family. Absolutely. And may he rest in peace. Absolutely. All right. So as always, we're going to go ahead and set the table. We have two great stories for you today, but on a side note, we were having some serious technical difficulties before the show started today. So Jerry and I sound a little bit off it's because we've been fighting with this equipment. Well, good thing you're a genius because if it was up to me, <laughs> we would just be um, going back to the house. L literally. <laughs> I, I, I was two seconds today. away from being like, hey man, you just want to wrap this thing and try to record maybe in a couple of days. Yep. So um, a couple of changes. I'm going to start uploading the podcast on Sundays. Okay. I was trying on Thursdays. I get so busy during the week, then I forget. Then Friday night happens. So yeah. the day we record is the day I'll upload our previous week's episode. Okay. So we'll always trail a week, but we try to keep it fluid. So, you know, no, no show is tied to a specific week, except for like, you know, America's burning shows like that. Yep. But um, we have two great stories for you today. Uh, one was about a woman who was reunited with her rescuers 30 years after a huge family tragedy. Yeah. Uh, and the second, Jerry, is for right now, he will hold the title. Now, you talk <laughs> about heavyweight champions. This 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 gentleman here is going to hold the title so far as the dumbest criminal in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So the Idiot of the day. <laughs> I mean, of the day. I mean, of the year so far. All right. So when we get back, we're going to talk about the 35-year-old Family tragedy uh, where a woman's reunited and 
We'll see you on the other side. And we're back. And this story came from the LA Times. It's by Faith Pino. And it's a story about, a. the headline says, as a nine-year-old, she was saved at sea. 35 years later, she reunited with her rescuers. And it tells, this is a very sad, tragic story. Very. It tells um, a family fishing trip that went awry. May 18th, 1986, mm-hmm. I was 17 years old, just, just turned 17, and you were seven Yeah, <laughs> at that time. Um, but Desiree, at the time, Desiree Rodriguez, now she is Desiree Camposano. And she and her family had gone on a fishing trip in their father's, in the family boat. It was a 28-foot boat they described. Mm-hmm. The father was an avid outdoorsman and, and yeah. had experience with the boat. And something happened that day, and it, along with uh, Desiree the and The theory father, was that Larger ships wake. Yeah. Must have the waves. Destabilized. Yeah. yeah. The family boat yeah. and it took on water. But and, and here's another thing. That coast um, in California, where I'm thinking is Catalina Coast, mm-hmm. they have choppy waters anyway yeah. out there. And then with the extra added of the, a bigger ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the boat capsized. But here's the thing, Terry. Along with Desiree and her father, there were um, her mother who was pregnant at who the was time. pregnant. Her five-year-old little sister and aunt her aunt and uncle. uncle. Yeah. And, and she drifted for a night and most of a day. Yes, because it was uh, it started the 18th of March, uh, May, and then they were found. She was found the 19th of May, the next day. Yeah. One more thing about that is the saddest part about this is her mom uh, drowned, yeah. and she tied a rope around her mom's chest into the to the capsized. Yeah, so capsized she wouldn't drift away. Yeah. yeah. The father had swam away to try to find help in the dark. In the dark, and yeah. was never found. And I mean, all right, so I'd like for you to read the article to really get the, yeah. the, the we, we summarize them both to get the gist of the story. But just that one description of how her mom, her mom died, it said she foamed at the mouth yes. and then went still. Yeah. And yeah. she was pregnant. Yes. It's terrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Well, the, the, the mom was 29 at the time. 29 yeah, they years was, old. These were young, they were young parents. The, yeah. The father was 30 and the mother was 29. Yep. Desiree was nine and her sister was five. Um, the uncle and the aunt and the uncle were 34 and 33, respectively. The story about her uncle is so tragic. So her uncle, who I believe they said it was their first time out with them. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Had, yeah. Had, had essentially just given up hope yeah. and decided he was going to go ahead and end his life. Yeah. And her aunt told Desiree to swim after him and to yeah. not let him drown. But yeah. he, he took his life vest off and yeah. just let go. It was. Here's the thing about this, Terry. When you're reading that story. And it's on a smaller scale. Nothing mm-hmm. compares to this, but yeah. it was uh, almost as harrowing as the Titanic in 1912. Yeah. You know, you know, a survivor. And it was just one survivor, and it was a nine-year-old girl. But it's, um, elaborate on that, Terry, of how oh, really? she there was, was... The one survivor of the Titanic was... No, 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 no. I'm just saying, you know, oh. you know, her story, you know, being rescued at sea, yeah. you know, a capsized oh, boat. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. seen the movie Titanic. Yeah. There's several survivors. Yeah. 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 Um, tell about her rescuers. Okay. Here. So, well, before I go there... Her family would go boating once a month. Yes. At least once a month. So it's not like these people were inexperienced. Absolutely. They, they were yeah. very experienced in what they were yeah. doing. And they loved the fish. But yeah, the rescuers were two pals. And now their story is pretty cool. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, met. They just hit it off. Yeah, they loved each other. they met. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. were like, we're going to be fishermen. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> and, and what really happened was when they went out that day, they mm-hmm. were actually about to come back in. Yes. Because the fog was so thick. Mm-hmm. They were like, uh, you know, maybe. Yep. Maybe we'll go to just one last spot. And so they go out to that spot and then, Mm -hmm. you know, the fog clears and they're having a great day. And right before they're about to go in, they see an orange, you know. The life vest. Yeah, vest floating in the water. And they zoom to her. 
jump off, yep. rescue her. If I'm not mistaken, didn't they come across a dead body first? Yes, then, it was face down yes, floating. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the aunt. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it may yes. have been the mother. But unfortunately, I mean, fortunately for for Desiree, they found yeah. her. But unfortunately, yes. they they discovered too her dead family members on the way there. Yeah. I mean, I still can't get over the fact that her mom was pregnant. That was just so yeah. sad. That lets um, you know that everything happens for a reason. Those men, those young men were put at that place mm-hmm. for that exact moment. And, and Desiree was the one that was meant to survive that. Yeah. Yeah. And so Desiree was subsequently adopted by another aunt and mm-hmm. uncle. Yes. And they, she said she went to therapy, but it didn't it really didn't help. Work. Could you just imagine the trauma that that young lady, oh, that young, she was a kid. God. Had to go through and the guilt of being the only one that survived. You know, they call that survivor's guilt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 She said she just tried to cope. I mean, she just kind of coped by herself and tried to be a good person. And you know what? Sometimes in situations that traumatic, that's all you can do. Yeah. Some people need therapy. Some people don't. You know, she just... But the story of how they reunited was even as much Talk about that, Jerry. One of the guys, I think it was Paul, one of the rescuers, had started a podcast. Because these guys had left. (laughs) What did he do? He started a podcast. He started a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. And he mentioned that story um, on his podcast. And another guy who had worked with Desiree um, before had heard it, and he had heard her talk about her childhood. He never you know, got into it because he, you know, he knew it would be a painful memory. Yeah. So they arranged a meeting, and I'm leaving stuff out here, yeah. but they arranged a meeting for her, and they pretended as if she was an interpreter to come on this show. Yeah. And during the show, at, at some point, they let the, you know, the cat out of the bag, and they said, hey, this is Desiree, used to be Rodriguez. And could you imagine 36 years later? I'm getting goosebumps if you retell later. that part of the yeah, story. That yeah, that had to have been, you know, Finally, some 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 happiness came out of that story because you I know for thirty five years it was still a tragedy uh, for the young lady. And the thing about it is, three of the bodies were never recovered. Her no, father, yeah. and and what she said about that, she said she used to hope that one day you know he yeah. would come back. But here's my uh, thing, uh, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Like I know if the boat capsizes in the middle of the night, should we ride it out to the day? Like, you know, you never know. You never yeah. know what you're going to do in an emergency. I'm not. Yeah, that's the thing. I, oh, I'm not a sailor. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but, yeah. but I will say this. And we were talking about that. You know, he swam seven miles. And I was telling you the, the PT 109 story of John Kennedy. Yeah. In World War Two. They were uh, torpedoed and he swam. And I can't remember how far it was. And I think it was farther than seven miles. Wow. With a bad back. And he was carrying another one of his injured uh, sailors with him. And um, it's just things like I said, things happen for a reason. And it just happened that, you know, that's what, you know, honestly had to happen. I mean, yeah, it had a, it had a great ending. I mean, to a, to a traumatic story. But still tragedy. You know, it was triumph over tragedy. Yes. The will of a young nine-year-old girl. And and Desiree is now a mother. Yes, she is. Yeah. Yes, she is. I think they said she had her baby five years ago. Yeah. 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 Because she's 44 now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 44. But I mean. Never know who you're going to meet in life. Absolutely. Everybody comes into our lives for a reason. Yeah. Whether they stay or they leave, but it's it's always a reason that they're there. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. All right. So when we get back, I know that was kind of heavy. It was actually really heavy. Uh, We're going to talk about America's dumbest criminal in 2021. All right. We're back. And this story. So... Let me let me tell you guys. No so, one was harmed during this story, so yeah, that's no why we're harmed. laughing. But before we start the story, I want to tell you a little bit about how we discover the news that we we're going to bring to you every week. So this week, I, I would have I, it's not writer's block because I'm 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 using other writer's stuff, but it was finder's block, 
And I was like, Jerry, I've hunted far and wide and I, I haven't found the stories that I want for this week. And lo and behold, I found Desiree. Yes. And then I found this story. Our buddy, Eric. This was a gift here. <laughs> so the headline here, so it's uh, Phil Silver and the headline reads, Texas man borrowed BMW from a dealership, robbed a bank, then returned to buy the car with the stolen money. <laughs> so his name is Eric Dion Warren. He was 50 years old, and he pleaded guilty to bank robbery and was sentenced to 20 years. Now, this is the maximum sentence for this crime, Jerry. As well as should. I mean, for what he did. I mean, it really. He's a, he, he's you have not, to give him yeah, the max. He's a, I mean, I'm going to say it, he's a moron. He really wanted a BMW <laughs> is what it was, Jerry. He wasn't a moron. He just really wanted that Beamer. And I, you know, at I, fifty, you should realize you're not too old for your wants to hurt. <laughs> oh, this want is going to hurt for about twenty years, a long time. <laughs> oh my God! So anyway, good old Eric <laughs> was finalizing the purchase of a BMW, but lo and behold, what the dealership didn't know was throughout that negotiation. Now here, I'm uh, I'm adding a little sauce. Okay. Um, Throughout the negotiation, when they came to that final price, and, they were, and Eric's like, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put some money down on this car, but wait, I have to take it for a test drive." <laughs> now we're going back to reality. So he he said he had to take it for a final test drive, right? And he drove to a bank in Wolferth, Texas, and approached <laughs> one of the tellers and handed her a bag and a note. And the note. I'll start it, Jerry. You take it from where I'll leave it off because I'll end up laughing. But he said, this is an effing robbery. Play with me and die. And Jerry, go ahead. I want $10,000 in 50s and hundreds. (laughs) And um, he said, 50 and $100 bills now. You got one minute or I will kill you. That's what the note allegedly said. He said, after having negotiated a price on a BMW where he needed a down payment. And he said, I ain't playing around. I only want hundreds and fifties. Um, as he uh, pulled what appeared to be a gun. Yeah. The tell- but here's the deal. The teller, quick thinking on the teller's part. She put strapped $20 bills with recorded serial numbers in, in the bag, in the bag yeah. with it. And um, then he reportedly left the bank saying, with a warning, to not push any buttons. 15 minutes later. 15 minutes later. This guy, minutes later, Jerry. Think about this. This guy went in, walked in, broad daylight, robbed the bank. It was the last time a daylight was Jesse James. <laughs> no, I mean, typically they always happen during the day. The banks open during the day. However, I mean, under the circumstances that are that, that are provided in this story. Yes. So listen, I'm going to the dealership. I'm going to buy this car. I really, I really, really want this BMW. I don't have the down payment. And I mean, I blew my stimulus, right? Because I've gotten two stimulus payments so far. I, I don't know, because maybe if, if he earned over the uh, income limit... I still I don't understand why he didn't have the, he yeah, yeah. Earned over the income okay. limit. So I really, really want this car. So now I got to find a way to get a down payment. By Boom. golly, I am going to rob a bank. So 15 minutes later, he arrives back at the dealership. Yes. Waving cash at employees. <laughs> In the finance office. Yes. I got the money. Idiot. But think about this, Terry. Well, he knew he needed the down payment. Uh-huh. Do you think... He went to the dealership. I'm going to rob a bank to get this money. When did I wonder when so I, that idea dude, came? This is why he's America's dumbest. <laughs> com- like, dude, okay. First of all, you know, you could buy a car without any money down, right? There, there's several packages that dealerships offer where yeah, they do. you can purchase re- a vehicle yeah. without putting any money down. Yeah. But I mean, what I think it was was 
<laughs> Eric is a great negotiator. He was like, listen, I have to have some scratch in this game for them to take me serious. Now, where I'm going to get that scratch from is from the bank on the other side of town. I'm going to make a withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my, this dude is incredible. I, I, and, then, all right, and then he uses of the money he used to rob the bank. <laughs> I mean, of the money he stole yes. ro- when he robbed the bank. He put down a $3,000 down payment. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, while he was in the finance office, an employee was tipped <laughs> that that vehicle from that dealership. Now, yeah. here's, here's, here's another thing, Jerry. So this is how you could tell. He parked in front of the bank. No, I'm just saying. So I was was talking to my wife about this last night. (laughs) So you go to drive off, but when you test drive a vehicle, the tag on the back of the vehicle is the dealership. So dealership. Yeah. So I'll give an example. So uh, Jerry BMW, right? So Mm -hmm. when, and most people who drive cars, they know this. Uh, When Jerry goes to buy a vehicle from Jerry BMW and he goes for a test drive, on the tag on the back, it says Jerry BMW, yeah. phone number is 770-555-1212, <laughs> right? And so you got to think the bank has cameras, they have witnesses. Yeah. They saw a BMW I think that didn't a have a tag, BMW. a black BMW yeah. that probably had Jerry's BMW and the yeah. phone number for Jerry's dealership. Yeah. So anyway, an employee was tipped. And so they sent the police to the dealership <laughs> and lo and behold, Jerry, tell him, Eric was found with what? He was found with the money he robbed from the bank, the strapped $20 bills, and the note. He the still note. kept the note. Why do you have the note? Exactly. And the, the, the fake gun. The, uh, the it's fake, a pellet gun. It was a pellet gun. It that was a yeah, pellet black. gun that he painted and made it look, make it look Which like makes me gun. believe he knew he was going to rob that Absolutely. Because yeah. now we think about it. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. And uh, <sighs> for his trouble, Eric got 20 years a federal prison time, yeah. which you told me he has to do 85%. Yeah, Fed time. That's 18 and a half years. Yeah. He is 50 years old today. He will be 60. He will qualify for Medicare when he is released from prison. <laughs> I don't think he'd be worried about Medicare. <laughs> oh, the way Jerry likes to joke, he's going to need that Medicare. Oh, yeah, he probably <laughs> will. A proctologist. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. And he was arrested with in excess of $5,000 cash and a painted pen. Yes. I mean, my, my God. The idiot of the day. Eric. Eric. So there's these things called the Darwin Awards. And that's when somebody <laughs> ridiculously murders themselves yes. or kills themselves. Right? Yes. There has to be an award for this. I don't know what we would call it, but we have <laughs> to. Like this, he so far is the dumbest yes. criminal in 2021. This what came with that BMW? That's I have what I no know. idea. This what is one of the, you know, the y'all always used to laugh at me um, when I say make this statement. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, really, seriously, Eric. Come on, man. Oh man, yeah, he made Monday Night Football. It's <laughs> funny <laughs> you see Randy Moss and them, and they're like, you know, blah blah blah. Ref do a bet. Come on, man. And then <laughs> they put up a story. Eric Dion Warren robbed the bank, trying to buy a BMW, rested at the dealership with the money and the note. Come on, man. And you know what? When you first told me this story, you sent it to me and, and I made a comment. Yeah. I thought this was a guy in his 20s. You know, this guy is 50, 50 years old. It's a shame. It is a, a shame. shame. We're laughing about God it because no one Jesus. was hurt. No one was hurt in there during this, you know, this no, robbery no, no. or anything like that. It's just moronic that a 50-year-old would do this. <sighs> Eric, Sad. Oh, man. Eric, dude. Dude. <laughs> 
you get on that social security, you get your Medicare when you get out of here and you do not pass go. You do not collect $50. Just chill out, my brother. Yeah. Chill out. Unbelievable. All right. So listen, there's not going to be a tech tip bar commentary this week. We're going to do an extended sports story. Jerry's got a great sports story for us when we get back from the break. But I mean, (laughs) I really, really, really (laughs) want a BMW. (laughs) And we're back. And Terry, we're not going to talk about the TBFL this week. The Tom really, Brady. we're not talking about the Tom Brady and plus, football league. Plus, I think Jerry, we we kind of been heavy NFL. Yeah, as you could tell, Jerry and I love football. Yeah, but. except for the Tom Brady football league, and I'm so glad the Tom Brady Invitational is over, so we won't be talking about that. <sighs> Hater, we will be talking about NBA. Okay, Terry, the NBA season is now past the halfway point. They had the All Star weekend. Yeah, last here in weekend, Atlanta. Here in Atlanta last mm-hmm. weekend, and there are some surprising records in the standings okay. in the East Eastern Conference. Did you know the Philadelphia 76ers are in first place? Oh, that's not that's not a surprise. They're the best regular season team to ever exist. Here's the thing. They have a first-year head coach, mm-hmm. Doc Rivers. Oh, Doc is, yeah, he's okay, I forgot he, about that. He was fired from the Clippers last season, and yeah. now he's in Philly. Best record right now in the East. And think about this. And Joel Embiid is playing, playing at an yeah, MVP, MVP level. level. Yes, he yeah. is. He is now, I think, the top for the MVP so far. Yeah. They're also Ben Simmons is on that team. But the thing about uh, Doc Rivers, what I put down in my notes— one of the greatest regular season head coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. Regular season. Yeah. He Just like won, the Sixers. Well, he has one title. Uh-huh. He won that in Boston. So, yeah. you know, he did win a championship. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure what they'll do this year, but it, um, but this is a great it's, to me, it's a great story because if you remember what four or five years ago, they were the worst team in basketball. And they've been slowly Ooh. the Philip 76ers. No, no, they've been good for well, yeah, for yeah, like the past five, three about, years. Yeah, about been, five, six but years. But remember, ago, they, yeah. They've had really good seasons. Yes, they and have. then they they don't they don't but, really but they have a champ- they make have it a in coach the playoffs. Who's won a championship. Yeah. And then but you will it's interesting to see how they finish. In yeah. second place, the uh followed by the assembled and bought team, Brooklyn Nets. What do you mean assembled and bought? Kevin Durant signed as a free agent. Uh-huh. Kyrie Irving signed there. Yeah. They traded for, for uh, James, James Harden. Harden. Yeah. And they just picked up Blake Griffin. Okay. And Wait, wait, wait. So we've had the KD Golden State super team. Mm-hmm. We've Which had I hated. the Miami Heat super team. Right? They weren't a super. Here's the deal. The difference between KD and Miami when LeBron joined Miami the Golden State Warriors had just won 73 games, set a record, uh-huh. and Katie joined that team. Yeah. Where were you going to go? Okay. They were already a super team. Okay. LeBron went to the Heat. They weren't even a playoff team the year before. But they, they assembled a super team. Okay. So what, what's the problem with Brooklyn? At this point, we should be past the super team nonsense. I think now you people are going more with dynamic duos, and then you have some um, filler pieces in there. But anyway, the Brooklyn Nets— who, you know, they, they've assembled a team with okay. Blake Griffin now. And I don't know if he's past his prime or not, but... Wait, do you know, was, you, was it you that told me that? Is Blake Griffin only 30 years old? If that. Yeah. Uh, remember, he only played one season of college basketball. Yeah. He missed his rookie season. So I'm, I'm thinking Blake Griffin is 29, maybe 30. I mean, 30. yeah, so... Maybe 30. They could, they, I mean, they could make a run. They, they could. They could yeah. seriously make a run. I think, um, uh, to be honest with you, I think Brooklyn will represent the East in the NBA I, I hope not. I really do. Um, anyway, but that's just my opinion. Um, in third place is the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, they have Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know, another they, great regular season. Absolutely. Team. They can't do a thing in the playoffs <laughs> and followed in fourth place by the Miami Heat. Then the Charlotte Hornets, 
they have one of the Ball brothers on that oh, team as a rookie. Look at that. Yes, Michael they, Jordan's team is yes, they're in uh, f- uh, fifth place. Really? Yeah, absolutely. They. Well, they I, I know you're leaving a team off here. And then you saving follow, you saving somebody for the for well, the not, end. not for last, but followed by my team. This has been my team since the mid '90s. The New York Knickerbockers. Yeah, you know they're coached by uh, Tom Thibodeau. You uh-huh. know, I think we talked about that when they named him the head coach. Did not realize that he would turn this thing around this fast. And I am so happy that the Knicks are in the playoffs on um, playoff hunt. New York has to be good in basketball for me for basketball to be good. Madison Square Garden matters, and yes. the New York Knicks are now in the playoff hunt. They're in seventh place. Okay. They were fifth. Yeah, I was about to I, say, you told me earlier in the week, them, you told me. They dropped me, yeah. to seventh. So oh, okay, I'm like, I yeah. may need, maybe after this show, they'll drop down to 10 or something, but I need to kind of cool it on them and just, you know. Now, as a them. side note, did you hear about the story with Patrick Ewing this week? Yes. They won the Big East title. They were 12 and 12. or, or They were under 500 uh-huh. prior to the tournament. Got in and won the Big East title. No, no, I'm talking about the story about Patrick Ewing. Oh, about they um, something about banning him or barring no, him. No, or no, they stopped him, and they, he was like, "Listen, dude, I'm Patrick Ewing. That's, I mean, my jersey's in the rafters. Somebody should know who I am. Whoever stopped him should be fired immediately. Yes, Patrick immediately. Ewing was the New York Knicks from like '85 until almost the year 2000. Until two years ago, <laughs> he. I mean, well. <laughs> But he was a, yeah. he was one of the great all time great Knicks. yeah one of the great centers that ever played a game. Yes, he was. Patrick Ewing could shoot, and I love Patrick Ewing. Yeah. I remember him at Georgetown as a freshman, uh-huh. and um, you know how dominant he was as a true freshman, and then you know with the, with the uh, Knicks and everything. Yeah. But here's a, here's something for you: who the team that's in eighth place, mm-hmm. the winners of four straight games. It's the Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. The Atlanta yeah. Hawks. Yeah, they still got a lot of work to do. Though. They do. They and do. our team's very young. But I will say this. And I made a prediction probably two or three years ago that in you know three years that they would be in the Eastern Conference Finals. This team, they have the talent. Trey Young is a great you know up and coming young player. They've got to get it together. But I think the Hawks can do some damage in the playoffs years to come. You know. Yeah. You know what we you know what we got to do. We have to learn how to finish. Absolutely. We'll have like a young team. 15 point leads, They're 12 young point team. leads, yes. and then we'll blow. But we'll think blow about this, Terry. Trey Young is in his third year in the NBA. I believe so. Played one year of college ball. So Trey Young is probably not even 21. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're young. They're coming up. Now we're going to switch and pivot to the West. Okay. This tell is me about the, the West. I want to tell you about. Okay. In first place, the Utah Jazz. Not surprising. Not, but yeah, kind and, of very really good. And I've been kind of following the Jazz. Yeah, they they're yeah, they've they're, they're really first place. Team. But I mean, I, do you really think they will represent the West in the finals? Probably not. But they're a good team, no. and they've been good for like five years. Quinn Snyder, the head coach, he came from the college ranks where he was not a very successful college coach at Missouri. He's doing a phenomenal job. No, but at Utah. where did Quinn coach before Missouri? I can't remember, but, but I he know. did good there. Really? He, he did yeah, okay he, at Missouri. He, he actually, raised his profile. Yeah, 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 he's a he has been turned into a really good NBA coach. Yeah, second place in the West, the surprise team probably of all of the NBA, the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, and you Chris know Paul, why? right? Chris Paul, and that's yeah. what I was going to ask you about. Chris Paul, every team he has played on, he has made them better. That's true. Where do you rank him as on the all time point guard list? We never talk about All right, so dang. Really? Yeah, you threw yeah. this at me. Um <laughs> so Magic Johnson, obviously number the greatest one. point guard ever. Yes. Ooh. I think Isaiah Thomas is number two. I, I, was, I, I love Zeke, man. Yeah. I love Zeke. Yeah. But I know a lot of people don't like Isaiah. Yeah. All right. So Isaiah. Do you put John Stockton ahead of Chris Paul? Here's the thing, Jerry. Okay. Now, my number three mm. is gonna be controversial because he okay. didn't have a good end to his career. Okay. Anthony Hardaway. Really? Your number three? 
Kenny was the man, I like dude. Kenny, I think, for like a four-year stretch or five-year stretch, especially when he played with Shaq. And he but he tore up his legs. And- I, I have Chris Paul ahead of him. Really? Yes. Penny was 6'9". Yeah, but Chris Paul, think about this. And I thought, you know, Chris Paul was in with the New Orleans Hornets. That's the last time they've been, a, a New Orleans team has been good in basketball when he was there. Yeah. Then he was traded or uh, dealt away. I can't remember, but I think— Did he, he play in L.A. for a little he bit? He went to Houston. Houston. They were good. Yeah. Wait, no, hold on. Go rewind back. So Chris Paul started in— I think New Orleans with the New Orleans Hornets. They were the Hornets because yeah. remember that deal. But didn't he, he, didn't, he was in a Clipper? He was a Clipper. I mean, I'm oh, getting to oh, that. I'm okay, getting to that. Okay, yeah. yeah. He was a Clipper. Then um, the oh, Houston, Houston Rockets. Houston was before the— Oh, okay, yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, I'm he was sorry. Houston Rocket. Mm-hmm. They were one game from beating Golden State when yeah. he was there. And they were never the same team after he left. They sent him to Oklahoma City mm-hmm. without Russell Westbrook, without Harden, without those guys. He had Oklahoma City in the playoffs last season. Every place Chris Paul has played in since Wait, Wake Forest. What about when he was a Clipper? I thought he played with Blake. He was with the Clippers. That oh, was and they were winning. They, he won. Was that before the, New Orleans? I'm, no, that was after New Orleans. After New yeah. Orleans, okay. But what I'm saying is, since Wake Forest, when he was in college, every place in the NBA and college where Chris Paul has gone, he has made everybody better. Mm-hmm. So th- th- to me, that's the definition of greatness of a player. Do you make your teammates better? No, so I would put Chris Paul in my top five. And okay. I would have to put him for the athleticism ahead of John Stockton, but okay, yeah, okay. I, I don't know, man. John you, Stockton you, was deadly. John Stockton, all-time assist leader, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, deadly. You, you know, and, and the thing is, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to go ahead go and ahead. say this. This may be unpopular, and uh-huh. I know Jalen Rose got in trouble for saying something. Not, not this, but it was okay. putting race in it. I think people overlook John Stockton because he was white. No, yeah, because John was Stockton just, was the man. Yeah, he was a great— He's really, like, he's really number three. I hated them. Yeah. You know, with the Utah Jazz back then with Carl Malone and John Stockton, they mm. were really, really good. But John Stockton probably is third. Isaiah Thomas is the best little man, I think. I, I, I remember history. watching, uh, what was it? It might have been the Remember he, when he scored 23 points in the fourth quarter? And at that time, it was unheard of, especially for a dude his size. And he was 5'11 or 6 feet. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing about the reason why you, you rank Isaiah ahead of Stockton. Isaiah has two championships. John Stockton, zero. He's none. Chris yeah. Paul has zero rings. Yeah. So the conversation, I think, no, is but here Chris you keep Paul. forgetting about my dude, Who? Penny Hardaway. <laughs> Listen, okay, his, the the microfracture surgery ruined people. It did, and it, 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 it yeah. With it, the do you remember how raw he was? He was, he was, he was, he was great. And like I said, there was like a five year, four or five year stretch early in his career. He was really good. Yeah, he was all over, um, you know, the the media with commercials and stuff. Um, so let me ask you a question. Okay. You're assembling two super teams to play in the ultimate okay. basketball game. Okay. And you can take anybody at their healthiest from any in their, and from any era. Okay. All right. At point guard, of course, Magic, Magic Johnson yeah. starting. Yeah. On the other side, who has to guard six foot nine Magic Johnson? Who are you going to put? I mean, you're going to put Stockton. Well, here's Paul? the deal. Here's the deal. Isaiah played against Magic. He did. And his, with probably giving away over nine inches, Isaiah. So I'm going to put Isaiah on the opposite. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I can argue with um, that. And, and probably Chris Paul may be a, a backup. Chris Paul would be a backup. You, sir, are going to love my Penny Hardaway. <laughs> I'm putting Penny in. You, okay. You can put Penny in, but I'm, I'm going to have, uh, okay. you'll have, so you'll have um, Penny on your team as your backup point guard. Yeah, probably. I'll have Magic and Chris Paul as mine. Okay. So you can have Isaiah and Penny. And Penny. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's amazing. We just left John Stockton completely off. That's unfortunate. Very. And like I said, I think it's the... You know, no, no, no. I mean, like you... Well, here's the thing. The reason why I'm going with Penny is because of the height. That's yeah. all. 
But I think mean, about this. Really, yeah, John Stockton is who you would put. But think about this. John Stockton played against Magic. He played against Isaiah. He played yeah. against these guys. He so we, against we, all of them. we have record of how he did against them. But yeah. But anyway, getting back to the standings. Um, behind the surprising second place Phoenix Suns, of course, the, the LA Lakers with LeBron, yeah. the King. Then the LA Clippers, Portland, Denver, San Antonio with Greg, the, one of the all-time greatest coaches, Greg Popovich. Yeah. They're in seventh. Just what he's doing, probably without any star powers, remarkable. Yeah. Just showing how great of a coach he is. And then eighth, the Dallas Mavericks, led by a guy who was drafted here in Atlanta, but immediately traded Luka Doncic. My dad had an interesting take on that because we're like, "Oh, can you believe you gave up Luka? He was never ours if we were going to give him up in the first place." Yeah, you know, I think they drafted him, yeah, to um, to trade him to Dallas, yeah. and he fits Dallas. And yeah. I don't think he would have fit here in Atlanta for obvious reasons. Yeah, but <laughs> I just City. gave Jerry the international sign of gratitude. All right, so are we good? I'm hoping LeBron will win his fifth ring. I will say that, but I also Jerry my, can't do an NBA. And I want my New York. Well, he is the LeBron NBA. James. LeBron should be the logo. All right, I'm kidding. So Jerry, the weather's beautiful here in Atlanta. Yes, if you like sunshine and warm weather. Jerry's the only person I know that likes rain. So cold. Um, I'm going to take my dog and my children for a very, very long walk. I'm going to wear out the dog. I'm going to wear out my kids. All right. Uh, Jerry, you have to get out and enjoy some of this weather. Mr. I love the rain. Yeah. I'm more like a vampire. I like the cold and dark. No, dude, I love winter. Like, I realize the winter is <laughs> over now. I, I kind of got sad this morning because in the yeah. winter, you can dress nicer. You can accessorize, right? Yeah. So anyway, so please don't forget to give us a five-star review and subscribe to our podcast. And remember, at the second page news, we provide you with news you can use. will make you think or make you laugh. We'll see you next week. Good night, Kakistan.